0: Listeners of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. Well, it might not be morning where you are, but it's morning for me, so that's how I'm choosing to greet you today. I hope that you're doing well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. My brother, Joel, and I, we broke down another episode of Survivor 41, and it's the only episode that I can remember... Wait, I don't know if that's a spoiler. Okay, hang on. We'll get to that later, but... Anyways, so glad that you're here This episode is entitled Survivor Joel at All." So, uh, Rob Sesternino, this is the only time we're doing this We, we will be ceasing and de- desisting after this But thank you uh, for, for, you know, uh, letting us uh, name it that Even though you, you really didn't let us or know that this podcast exists But thank you so much um, Another thing, the titans all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna employ the KISS method this morning. Keep it simple, stupid. Okay, we don't have a ton of time. I know you all got a, I wanna be respectful of your time this morning and so I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. The Titans have proven that they're in the upper echelon of the AFC, which isn't saying a lot, but it's true. And people keep saying that they are not top tier. Look. They lost to the Cardinals in week one. And that loss is looking a lot better now. The Jets' loss is abhorrent, granted. But crazy things happen, okay? They won the division last year. They lost to the Bengals, who were not good last year, are good this year. So, I'm loving what I'm seeing from this Titans team. They're not getting respect. They're not getting in respect in Vegas either. They are only one point One single point is all that Vegas believes separates them and the Indianapolis Colts. The Titans are a plus one underdog in Indianapolis this week. Granted, this is a Colts team that is going to be playing for their their lives. But I don't know what anyone has seen from the Colts this season that's making it look like they should be the favorites against the titans even at home i just don't know because titans didn't play well a month ago and still crushed them so i don't know what's going on i would advise jumping on this titans game if you're if you're into it if you're down for it ride with me this week take the titans plus one and just so we're square here's some other games that i like I got Packers, underdogs, in Arizona against the Cardinals. I'll take that. I'll take it. Falcons against the Panthers. You know, I I, I like the Falcons before the season. They've let me down. But the Panthers are a team that's going downhill fast, taking the Falcons there. Cowboys on the road against the Vikings. Two point favorites. Take that. Take that every day. Two point favorites. That's like saying even odds, basically. Take the Cowboys there. Buccaneers, five points favorites against the Saints. Obviously, taking the Bucs. Why are the Saints getting so much respect? I don't know. And the Seahawks are only three and a half point favorites at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know Seahawks aren't good, but it's the Jaguars on the road in Seattle. Give me the Seahawks there. Patriots, underdogs in Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Give me the Patriots. All right. The Chargers don't have fans. It's going to be mostly Patriots fans there. All right. So that's what I like this week. That's what I like this week. Um, I'm excited that you've, you've tuned in to listen to another episode of our podcast. I've had fun doing this with Joel. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I will let you get to a Survivor conversation. Peace! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Joel It All's podcast. I am Joel Klinger. Alongside me, as always, is my brother, Michael Klinger. Michael, how are you doing this blessed October 27th? Doing good, man. I'm, uh, I'm all dressed up. I'm in my hippie gear, you know. Uh, got some tie dye on, so I'm with it, bro. You know, uh, e- Evie always wears tie dye, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're matching. So you're Evie. Okay. We should make like a video podcast for this episode. Yeah. No. Sick. Um,. Yeah, well, uh, I'm doing all right. Um, Just finished the episode of Survivor, where something happened that has never happened before, but also kind of seemed like nothing happened the whole time. Um, So we start off this episode, and we are back with Shan and Ricard. And I thought it was interesting that they brought it back for that first few minutes. But again, I am 100%... Team Ricard. That's, he made the right decision. It was extremely awkward. I don't know if they can work with each other anymore. No, they're done. But They're done. Like, and it's like, she's like, I can trust him-ish. And it's like, ish is better than not trust him. But it's also not near as good as like, I trust this person. So They're done. Apparently she feels like she's found a better Alliance member. So, um, the, that, those, that duo may be done which is sad cuz they were pretty good together. Um, but uh yeah, I thought that was I thought that was odd, especially going to the merge like you need to trust people and I thought they were both like being really passive aggressive the whole time. I kind of feel like what we saw before the merge was Shannon Ricard's origin story and they're actually like going to be rivals against now. each other. Like yeah. that was like the that was the backstory for the, like, rivalry that we're going to see the rest of the season. Did yeah. Did he actually give it back to her? He did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. But I, that relationship is totally shot. Yeah. Because he really didn't want to. Yeah. And he was and, like... Yeah. It's obvious that Shan is not with him anymore. Right. Yeah. Which, that leaves Ricard, like, kind of open. Right like he's kind of on his own island, like he didn't he has never talked to anybody else before, Shan has, and like that's like a total advantage for shan um so yeah, there's the that was the first few minutes, and then we the then we meet everybody for the merge challenge, weird, I don't know what to call it it's not an immunity challenge after the merge, it's like to get to the merge, dude, I had no idea and, what was going on. Yeah, it was like confusing. And like when Jeff started talking to the camera, I was like, oh, maybe this is why Jeff has been talking to the camera because like this is actually the first time that this is actually necessary. Like we don't, we actually don't know what's going to happen. So he like, and it was like a convoluted thing that he had to explain to us. Otherwise, we would not have known like at all. Yeah. Like no piece of paper that I contest that the tribes read at their camp is going to explain that well enough for us to understand what's happening. I still didn't know what was going on, man. I still, I'm not sure that I know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. So they do this challenge. They draw rocks for who, for who goes on what team and who doesn't go on any team. And I mean, Xander is like cursed, man. Like that dude, that dude will not catch a break period. Like at any point this season, he has gotten no breaks. He's gotten no, no, nothing. Like, he found a Beware Advantage, he picked it up, he lost his vote. And now he has, like, an idol and an extra vote, but everyone knows that he has those things. And could even, one, of the, one person could even just take them from them. Take it from him. And it's like, oh, man, Xander gets put on this, this team with Heather, who is, like, oh, atrocious, man. And then like Jeff's like cheering them on actively throughout the whole challenge. Like, man, I was surprised they got that boulder anywhere. Like, what did you think of like that challenge and Heather trying to, you know, I saw her scooping up like like little handfuls of sand. Like, you know, come on, Heather! Come on! Like, what did you think of that, man? Like Dude, Heather's like the kid in a church league game that has no business being <laughs> on the team even though it's just church league basketball, they still probably shouldn't be playing. Right. And like they, the, the Jeff is the team. He's the other team. And they just keep giving her the ball back. You know, it's like, try again, shoot again. And she misses again and misses again. And then when she finally makes it, everyone cheers, but it's out of pure relief that we don't have to give the ball back to her the rest of the game. Right. And that person's team is going to lose. Yes. (laughs) They were already down by twenty before they put her in. <laughs> yeah, so that that happened. Um, of course, they lost because they, they had a, a horrible a horrible group, and they choose Erica and Asir, And Danny says they did paper, rock, scissors. It didn't even look like they were doing paper, rock, scissors. They right? didn't like, do that. It. Wasn't, I'm pretty sure they didn't. That, like do that it. wasn't shown like at all. And he was like, paper, rock, scissors. And I'm like, bro, you didn't even try to like fake that, like at all. Well, like, you don't think that's like. We don't know if they did or not. We obviously didn't see them. Like, Jeff was like, why don't you talk it out? And we saw them start to turn and then they turned back. That's literally all but, we saw. But I feel like they would have shown it. Like, Erica and Nasir, like, Nasir, like, thanked them so much for bringing him. And Erica was like, well, I guess I know I'm on the bottom. Because I mean, like, I feel like it's just. And she was like, "I think that was just like some excuse that because she they probably just didn't do it or like did it like you know." But why don't you at least okay. if you if that's what you're gonna say, why don't you at least stage a paper rock scissors game? Right. Yeah. Like talk about it and then stage a paper rock scissors game in front of everyone. Yeah, and like I feel like they would have shown it if it actually happened because that would have been like are you seriously doing paper scissors right now? And then he just said it like we weren't all there. And it's like, okay, well maybe you just lied a little bit. Um, so they go back, they pick this year, which I think was the right call. I was listening to a know-it-alls podcast. Shout out Rob has a podcast and Lauren. Yeah. Don't um, send us a cease and desist, uh, letter, please. After this, <laughs> this podcast, is a this is a, parody podcast um and uh like they were talking about how they made a mistake to keep nasir and send erica and i'm thinking no like you're screwed regardless like you're you're screwed because nasir would jump like nasir didn't feel super tight with those people like he was like yeah i still feel that way but also like i mean they just didn't know what was ahead of them and it made sense to keep Nasir in my mind. Like, would you, in that moment, or did you think that was like a good call, a bad call, an I don't know call? Because, I mean, in reality, it was an I don't know call. Well, I mean, it's when you don't know what's happening in the game, and you, I mean, it's not like either Nasir or Erica were tight with them. So. I mean, Danny's reasoning made sense to me. I don't. I don't know. I want. I'm not like going to sit around and second guess that. That didn't seem that important to me. It's kind of like either way. Yeah. Either way, someone's not going to like you, exactly. And someone else and is going like, to like you. And it's one of your tribe mates too. Like that's sh- that sucked. Like that sucked. I mean, um, I, I I actually I get what he's saying about we want another guy to have immunity. That made sense to me. You yeah. know. Um, so this thing happens, Arya gets sent away, and then they go back to, to camp, and Shan immediately just spews out that Liana has this advantage in front of Tiffany. Like, I think that was on purpose. Well, in Shan's defense, if, okay, I know what you're going to say, but... Let's Liana told Shan that she was tight with Tiffany True. when they went on that excursion, whatever. Shipyard True. Island, Shipwheel Island, or whatever. So Shan probably had a reason to think Tiffany already knows about this. But yeah, give your take on why she would have done it on purpose. Because it does nothing to hurt Shan and it hurts Liana, and that makes Shan's position better in the game. I think that was 100 percent the reason. I think I think anytime you can accidentally share someone's hidden information where it plays off, like you didn't do anything wrong because that's how Liana also took it. Like there's now a wedge between Liana and Tiffany, because if, if she did know it, then you have more information on who knows about this advantage. If she doesn't know it, then you just drove a wedge right through those two where now Liana has to play with you and she's the, you're the only person that she feels safe with. I think that that was 100% planned by Shan because Shan is in it for herself. She's here to win a million dollars. She's playing for herself. Others be darned. I'm more annoyed and, with Shan every episode. Yes. But like, yes. I don't dislike her. I just like... Can we go back to the Ricard thing really quick? Sure, yeah. The, the editors... Um, they didn't really, I, you could tell that Shan probably talked straight at Ricard about that for like 30 minutes in a row. Yeah. At least, maybe yeah. an hour. Oh yeah. Like while they were yeah. laying down at night and it's like, oh my goodness. She didn't, nothing that she said was meant to make Ricard feel better. It was to make him feel guilty. Right. That was it. A hundred percent. And like, there was no, like, let's meet in the middle. It was all like, no give me my thing get to step in and it's like but trust me but I can't trust you and it's like no Shan like you're you're being really annoying right now like stop it and yeah I I am off the Shan bandwagon I'm off the Shan wagon okay like it's just uh man I feel I feel like she's gonna win but I just I can't I'm not a fan I'm not a fan I, I don't um, I mean I don't know that we could say she's gonna win like the edit has been purposefully misleading this whole season so I don't know I don't know but uh so Shan ruins Liana's you know advantage in front of Tiffany and Tiffany gets super paranoid we've seen all season from Tiffany. That is so classic Tiffany and exactly why I would not have kept Tiffany over Xander if given the opportunity. And I don't understand why they did. Um, but anyway, Tiffany's like, Oh, I don't trust Liana now. And in my mind, I'm like, this is perfect. Like I, please, I was like, Tiffany, please screw up. Like, please, <laughs> please, please screw up. Like I, I, I mean, cause there's no reason to doubt her. There's no reason to doubt her. Like she didn't tell you in advance she didn't tell anybody an advantage. The only person that knew was the girl that went on the advantage thing with her. Like I feel like this is another misplay from Tiffany, and again, I just don't think she's super great at the game. like I mean, easy for me to say sitting and watching at home. but i'm I'm just kind of hoping that Tiffany will blow it up and even like align with Xander because Xander has no one except for maybe this year, I guess <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, how do you see like Tiffany playing out? I know you're a big proponent of Tiffany and that she's going to make it to the final 3. I d- I don't see a way that that happens, to be honest. Why don't you see a way that that happens? We'll get into this more later, but I think I know who the final 3 are going to be. And I don't even think it's like conversation. So What? That's an absurd take, Joel. No, it's not. It's not even a it's conversation. Not. No, it's not even a conversation. You know who's the top 3 is i know the final four are you talking about cookout part two a million percent a million percent we'll get in that later we'll get in that later i want to finish this so like so yellow tribe is all out of whack they have like some rice and it was like the biggest meal they've had on the island which was like a little pot of rice which is so sad i think that's like screwed up um i like erica is that I, i like erica She's in a horrible position in the game. I still think she's in horrible. No matter what she does, I think she's in a horrible position in the game. Is that because Erica's but, your type? I mean, she is cute. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie, but but like I mean, she's not incapable. Like she seems like Sydney wants her gone because she's smart, right? Um, she knows how to make fire. She survived alone. Like there are people that go on Survivor that could not do that. Like I'm kind of pro Erica as much as this advantage that we'll get to later, you know, is kind of dumb in my opinion. Like I hope, I hope she does well. I hope she does well for herself. So yeah. Okay. So would you rather talk about the cookout alliance first or would you rather talk about um, Erica's advantage first? Let's talk about Erica's advantage first. Okay. So, here's the, so Erica gets this thing. She gets an a hourglass with, you know, it's 100% just for the visual effect of her smashing the hourglass. That's like what the cameras, that's what, that's the only reason they made it that. Um, but so she goes off alone and she gets this opportunity with Jeff coming in and saying, You have an opportunity to turn back time. First, I was like, So she can like bring back like somebody that was voted off? That's kind of crazy. And it's like, Yeah. No, you can. You can just, like, reverse, like, the last thing. And I was like, oh, well, that's not, that's not the same. And I was, like, I was, like, kind of bummed because I was, like, you're telling me you could bring, like, Genie back right now? That's crazy. Um They just have, like, they have, like, a weight, like, at an edge of extinction, but they, they can do nothing. They just get, like, randomly pulled back into the game. I was like, that's actually crazy. Like, I think everybody would hate it, but I would be like, that's actually, like, entertaining. That's that's new. Like, that's something, you know? What Like, were you thinking that? Surely I wasn't the only one thinking that. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I, like, my mind went to, like, can she just straight up restart the game? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. wait, they've already done, like, way too many episodes for them to restart the game, especially if they're only going to be there for 26 days total. But then I yeah. was like, wait, so yeah, I was I thought she might be able to bring someone back, but the advantage itself where she can reverse the challenge the outcome, result. Yeah. Where so explain to me, because I'm I'm not even sure I'm f- like firm on what the challenge was for. So yeah. all the people on the team that won are immune. Yes. And there will still be another immunity challenge between the other five people or six people. Yes. Erica being one of them. And, and, uh, yeah, I, okay. So here's my take on this swap back. I haven't listened to anything. I haven't looked online I don't do that before I do this podcast, not because I'm trying to avoid it because I literally watch the episode and do this podcast and I watch it two hours after it airs. So I'm skipping commercials. I don't even have downtime to look on online. I assume people are upset about this challenge because they are, they're upset about everything this season and they think it's dumb and it's against the whole, the whole ethos of survivor is that you're supposed to do good in the challenges and you can't, you're supposed to be able to lie. And that's what people get mad about, right? Yes. I think, I think the biggest, the biggest logic behind that is you want to challenge. Now you're punished, potentially. You know, it's like, it's like this random thing. This one person can now just say, mm, nah, that was worth nothing. So, but it is a, a person it. that you chose. For that role. But they did not know that that was going to happen. Like, they think... that, Like, what they're thinking now is, like, she may have an advantage. Like, she may have an idol, or she may have an extra vote, or something like that. This is, like... This is, like, just completely... It's fruit basket turnover. This is taking what the 10 people just did, and just saying... No, the opposite is now going to happen. Okay, well, so here's my thing. Okay, yeah, sucks for the people that won, but doesn't it suck for someone like Xander who got stuck on a team with Heather and Tiffany and all these people? They had no chance in that challenge. That wasn't fair to him in the first place. Oh, yeah, I mean, Xander's gotten royally screwed in this ga- in this season. Like so, un- so so like what's the problem? If you don't have a problem with it as it was, then I don't think you should have a problem with it now. I mean, yeah, it's it's new, it's different. It's a lot of power to give to one player. But who cares? It's good TV. The only thing is like I wish they had ended this episode on a tribal council. Yeah. Like every other episode of Survivor yeah. ever. Ends on, at tribal council. Like, yeah. I just do a two-hour episode or hour-and-a-half episode. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. But I don't have a problem with the advantage. I do. I mean, I just feel like, you know, if you're, say you're going to play chess against somebody. You know the rules of chess. You learned them as a kid. You go play chess and like when you're in middle school, you learn that you can move your king and your rook and you can swap them. That's a new thing. Okay, cool. You learn um, that you can move your pawn diagonally past another pawn in, on certain squares and take it. Okay, that's cool. But like this is like, okay, well, you just took my knight. No, I just took your knight. And then you're like, no, reverse card, bang, I took your night. And it's like, wait, that's not fair? Like, I, I feel like this is like, this is too many. Like, we talked before. Like, we've talked for years now. Too many advantages. Too many advantages. Too many new things. This is just a continuance of that. And the advantages are getting more powerful, which I feel like most of Survivor fans would say is dumb. I think all Survivor fans would be like, "Just let's just run it back. Let's do like two idols, period. Merge at twelve. Cool, done." And like, like this is just more of uncertainty and trying to play a game where you just don't know what is actually happening at all—not of your fault, but just because of the way the cards fell. Well chess is a game that's rules have never changed just because you didn't know about something and you learned something new about it doesn't mean that the rules changed okay survivor is a game that's so it's rules better that the changed. rules are changing you know when you go to play survivor that you will encounter things that likely have never happened on any season before okay like Survivor Nicaragua, the medallion of power. Yeah, it was stupid, and it was new, and everyone knew that it was stupid, but it was new, and it happened, and guess what? Everyone still loves Survivor 10 years after that. So it's not like, you know, I wish a more interesting character than Erica had gotten this advantage, but other than that, it's fine. Well, here's my thing on what you you just said. So, what did you just say? I had a thought, and then it left me. What did you just say? Snap. I don't Snap. remember what I say. I just say. Okay. Um, I was going to make a counterpoint that you said this, and it's actually more like this. And, but anyway. Okay. Never mind. I forgot. Um, so, yeah. Erica's... That's how... You know my feelings. I know yours. That's Erica's thing that she has to decide. Do you think that she smashes the glass? She should so that she can have immunity. And I don't think anyone could blame her for doing so people. But the thing is the only thing, the thing I said to Madeline, I was like, it seems more like a disadvantage in the end. Cause half the people are going to be mad at you either way. So right. you take immunity from half the group. They're going to not like you or you um, don't give immunity to the half that didn't win. They're going to be mad at you and they're going to think you're dumb. Because they're like, you didn't want immunity? Yeah. And also, like, Erica wasn't able to compete in the challenge at all, so she should just grab immunity. Like, it's an individual game now. I think everyone's saying that she's going to smash the glass and she's going to take immunity. I don't think she's going to do it because she may feel on the bottom of her tribe, but I think it, it is a statement to your tribe that you feel like... You're so safe with them that you're going to reject taking away their immunity. And I think that is like a death sentence for her. I think either way, she's gone in the next two episodes. If she, if she doesn't smash it, she's going to be gone this episode, this, the next week's episode. If she smashes it, then she's going to be gone two weeks from now. I literally don't think that there is like a good way out for her right now. Which sucks because I actually kind of like Erica as a as a person, as a character. Like, I, I feel like if she does smash it, she throws everyone that she's been aligned with under the bus. And she's going to have to rely on these people that she doesn't know at all, has not met, has not talked to at all. And those people are mostly not LuVu. And if the people that she pissed off are like, yeah, we still want to vote out Erica, there's going to be like, okay, let's vote out Erica. I think she's screwed. I think there's no way out of this for her. I think she should smash it. Well, the thing is, don't go home this time. Like, anytime you give yourself an extra two days on Survivor, especially after a merge vote, if you can get yourself through a merge vote, things are going to break apart after the merge vote, and you're going to know where everyone's at at that point. But don't risk it at the merge, especially when you've been gone for two days, and people like to take easy votes at the merge. Yeah, like she should yeah. definitely do it. Well, I think I think that this is a this is a thing that doesn't really benefit anyone, to be honest, except for the weak people and the challenges. I think that's the only those are the only people that can benefit from this, which is Shan, Liana, Tiffany, Xander, and Heather. <laughs> um, so like because there's no there's no way anyone else can possibly benefit from this. This puts an even bigger target on Erica's back, and. I think I think it's bad for her. I think it's bad for the whole 6 that went on the merch feast and I think it's it's it just sucks. I think it just sucks. It's like these things that are quote unquote advantages are really just like sucky things that affect people. Like that's just how I view it. So. Um so we talked about Erica's advantage. Now let's get to Well, the, first uh, they're off, they're calling it can you give the background on the cookout thing? Yeah, they're calling it the campout, actually. Who um, is? Who's calling it this? Survivor fans. Okay. Um, and Because, you know, in Big Brother, there were six African-American players, and they made an alliance to vote out every other person in Big Brother, and it worked. And they were the final six. And by the time they were the final seven, no one knew what they were doing outside of them. And then the one girl... Uh the one white girl was just sitting there, and then someone one one of the people just said out loud, I was like, Oh, you're the only white person here. That's crazy. And then they just voted her out, and then they had an all a final six of African American players. Um and this is something that I, I told Michael I thought was gonna happen when they came out with the the uh the rule that they were gonna have at least half non white players. Um, because we've seen it happen with white players for decades now. And I think that this was bound to happen and Shan and Liana and Deshaun and Danny, all black players just happenstance were sitting together and we're like, you know, it would be cool is if it was just us in the final four, that'd be crazy. And I'm not shocked at all. And I'm upset about it for one reason. Because they're going to be the final four. Like that's just, it's unbelievably obvious. They did not, they were like, we're going to shock the world. We're going to do like this one thing that no one's ever done before. Because they didn't understand that literally Big Brother did it at the exact same time. And, and no one else knew that this was going to happen. And I'm sure like survivor players this season were watching big brother and they were like, Oh no, <laughs> this is, a, this, is a, this is exactly what happened. And like, like Liana was even like, especially after what happened this year with like George Floyd and all that stuff. And it's like, man, like they're going to freaking win because they're not anytime- going against cops. They're going against a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, they're going like, I don't know, man. Like, okay, I don't think it's a done deal though. I mean, why don't Evie and Ricard and um somebody, two other people get together, and then they're you know the not you know hetero cis het (laughs) crew, you know. It's not. And then why don't Tiffany, why don't the moms and the not traditional um, views on non traditional gender sexuality, why don't they get together and then they could team up to be as many people as the camp out? Because it's not as many. Okay, think about it. Like, okay, Evie and Ricard get together. I'm saying they team up with the moms well that's that's two different that's two different sects, right? like you got you got your they have a core of four African Americans. Now, when you look at everyone else that's there, the only people that can match that, can they even match that? Yeah, they can match that are the white people. but Cook Islands happened. And everybody's like, oh, that's so bad. They put all the races together and then they combine and then it's like, ah, it's so bad. So like white people have to like not say anything. And I think it would look really sus and really bad and really racist, honestly, if all the white people got together and said, hey, we're just going to take white people to the final four. That's like people like they wouldn't be allowed to leave their homes like it would be over for them. I mean, you can't say that, but you've got to be aware, you know, they're going to be thinking, wait a second. This isn't Big well, Brother. It's way more clear who's on whose team in Survivor than Big Brother. No. Okay, think think about this. So, like, I feel like in order to win Survivor, well, a way to win Survivor is to have alliances on the other side that no one knows about. So that way you can, you can gear your tribe, your sect, your group away from the other person. So, like, say I am liana or say i'm shan and my Uwa and yasa tribe like we're we're together and we're trying to pick off a luvu now common sense would be like okay let's go get danny or let's go get deshaun they're the stronger players they're the stronger guys let's just boot them so we don't have to deal with them they're going to be threats well what if they're like okay well no let's actually let's Let's get Nasir. Like, Nasir seems like a good guy. Like, maybe Deshaun has an idol. Like, let's let's go for Nasir. Like, he already has an idol, so let's just try to, like, flush it right now. I feel like when you have a group of four out of 12, but two are on this side and two are on the other side, it is extremely difficult to overcome until they are final six and you realize, oh, crap, I am screwed. You know, like I I I feel like literally I, if there was if there was a sports book open on Survivor, I would go put a hundred dollars down today on those being a final four. I'm I'm there am so probably certain. is. I gotta find it. Dude, I want odds on that. So I mean, um I don't I don't see those four working together long term. Like I don't think Shan wants to go to the end with Danny and Deshaun. I think she does. I, I think she, she I wants she, to go with Liana. I don't think she wants to go with Danny and Deshaun. I actually don't think she wants to go with Liana. I think she trusts Liana a lot, but I think Final Four they're going to go after each other. Danny and Deshaun, I think, are just going to like ride the wave and get there. Like, but this is making making having that conversation can do nothing but help you at this point, because if Liana or Shan are on the block, then Danny and Deshawn can just try to not get them voted off. Same goes the other way. I think, I think that is an advantage to them that, you know, is, is goes, goes beyond just normal gameplay at this point. Like, I think, I think that bond is real I think they're ready for it to happen. I think they've waited for something like this to happen for a long time, and I think they're going to go to the end together some way or another. So that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. This is called the jo- the Survivor Joel it all podcast. so so we're calling in the camp out. Is that what I'm hearing?: Yeah, that's the thing because they camp at uh, at the island. Okay instead of the cookout it's the campout i mean i don't i don't think it'll happen but um you know if it does good for them and it won't happen again because there <laughs> there will be as as van jones would say white lash if that happens <laughs> well i feel like everybody would go into the next season knowing that could possibly happen for and, sure and they just would have that in the back of their mind and it may actually be disadvantageous for, for people of color, honestly. Right. Well, if I, like if, if this had happened before, you know, let's say survivor 40 and a half, what should have happened last season? This happened, the camp out, took it all the way to the end. Someone like Nasir is going to come in who watches the show and he's going to be like, okay, well, yes, I'm not white. So, I'm not, but like, I don't want that to happen again because I'm still on the bottom of that, and so people like that are going to be kind of flipping back and forth in the middle. So it might happen this season. I don't see it happening. Like, it's not like going to happen all the time. And also, it's like since uh, Parvati, Amanda, Cerie, Natalie, and Alexis took over fans' first favorites in Micronesia everyone has been afraid of an all women's Alliance and it hasn't really Mm -hmm. happened except for one world, but that was totally set up for that to happen. Right. Um, and people are talking about it every season. We don't want that to happen. Even Danny's talking about it like 15 years later, he's talking about this. Um, and so if it happens, it won't happen again, but, um, I don't, I don't think we're, I don't think we know that's how this is going to go down. I think, I think it's interesting because like you're saying, like with people in like this here, it's like, oh crap, like, you know, if, if this is a thing, then it's like, who do I go? Like, where am I? Where's my place? I feel like it is transitioning. They're, they're taking this thing where, when it started, they were the minority. And now they're trying to make, they're trying to move that label, that target off of their back and put it on everyone else. I feel like the the minority is just like transitioning in this in this season and I don't think that people will realize that they are in the minority until too late. Um and I'm really interested to see how that conversation is navigated throughout the season. Um and if someone just like show, just appears themselves to, to be labeled as, as racist and like a bad person (laughs) at some point this, this season. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, I think, um, I do think it's going to happen and you know what, if it happens, I think, you know, great. The only reason I'm bummed about it is because there's like a 95% chance that that does happen now. And that kind of sucks. Cause it's like oh I, I like it's like watching Survivor China, and by episode two you're like oh Todd's gonna win. That's like that's what's gonna happen, and and you know it's it's just it's frustrating for me from that point of view, and I feel like I could just not watch the next two months and just come in at the end and see who wins, and you know dodge all of these ridiculous advantages. Psh. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Ricard... Ricard is on to Shan. So if it happens, it will be over his dead body. He will have gotten run over by the train. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows how sneaky Shan is. Yeah. And I think he's going to tell everyone how sneaky she is. Including Liana. He's going to be like, yo, Liana... I was Shan's number one before you were, and look where I am now. Well, I think he's probably going to say that when they get to, like, final eight, and Liana's just not going to believe him, and, and you know, it's like, whatever. Um, and I'm really interested to see how it plays out. I think that the next two votes are going to be Sydney and Erica in some order. I think that those are the next two votes. That's what the next two votes are going to be. Um, I'm just ready for Heather to get voted out. Why is she I'm on seriously, this show? Seriously, man? Like... Why Why is she still here? We haven't heard her say one word this whole time. No. No. We just we throw a pity not. party for her in challenges. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. I am ready for Tiffany and Heather to go home. Tiffany's so much drama, and Heather is literally none. Heather is exactly what I think she is. And she has no business playing in this cast. <laughs> like, this cast is too good for her. Like... I'm sorry that you're just, you can't compete. Maybe on like another season, Heather would be a main character, but like the cast is too good. So we don't see her. Right. You know, like maybe if, if, if this was like survivor, um, I don't know, survivor, uh, edge of extinction, she'd be a main character, you know? Yeah. Or maybe like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but like, she's got to have like a killer story to be here because like, there's no way that she, cause I mean, I'm sure they get like, like tons of middle-aged white women that would love to be on the show. And she's the one. So she's got to have some story that is like wild. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think Sydney will go before Heather. I think that Deshaun and Danny know Sydney's in their back pocket. So they'll want to keep her longer. I think I think Heather makes it far, honestly. I think Heather makes it far. Why? I think she makes I think she makes final 8 at least. I mean, that's not very because, much farther though. But that's the thing, like I, she is no threat. Literally everyone knows her as no threat. She is a vote for LuVu. That is it. She is she is a vote with Danny and Deshaun and Sydney. Period. That is it. And Unless unless the other people want to vote her out for some reason to drop a number and flush an idol, she's not going home. I think that's when she'll go home, when they really don't know who's going to go home and they just decide they need to vote somebody out for the other team. And I think that's 100% what's going to happen. So. I think Heather is so much not a threat that she'll get targeted because people will be like, she's in my spot right now, and they're going to take her, so we've got to vote her out. I think that she's such a goat that she'll get voted out. You wanna make a bet? What do you what do we have to bet? What are we betting? I don't know. That she's well, I mean, that she's not gonna make final think, eight? Like that's so I arbitrary. Think, I think I would take I will take the bet that if she gets voted out in the next two episodes, you win next two tribals. If she gets voted out in the two after I'll give you the next three tribal if she makes it through the next three tribals, I win. I'm if not she doesn't make it through that. the next three trouble. Why not? What do you mean? You said she's going to make it far. That's not that far. Not like, not far because we already know the final four. We don't know I the final she, four, dude. I think she's going to be voted out fifth to eighth or ninth. We don't know the final four. We know the final four. It's okay. We can say it. We can say it. It's fine. We know the final four. All right? Joel, there was literally one scene. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many times in Survivor we've seen dudes make final four, final five, final three pacts, and then two episodes later, they're voting against each other? Why show it if they're not going to do it? Because they do that every season. But then that says like, oh, so like this actually doesn't mean anything. Like this this unity, this this good message. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, like when Michaela and Sari were gonna team up and they said we're gonna make it to the end and be the two black women at the end. They tried. They tried. Yeah, and they, they weren't were the together. final two, were they? <sighs> they got voted out. They got beaten. People knew they were together. Michaela Michaela was already on the bottom. All four of these people were in great position. I like I'm telling you, I'm telling you it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know what the other players are doing if that happens. That should be obvious. Let's bet. Let's bet right now. That final four, that final four period. I don't know I don't, like I don't know what I get. I feel like I should get something for calling final four at 12. How about this? So- we t- make a cookout bet on the cookout alliance. Bet. All right. Bet. You buy me winter, cookout winter. when it's not them in the final four. Winner gets a tray. No shake though. The shake is seven dollars, so just a tray. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I look forward to that. Um, cool. I mean, did the preview for next week's episode was like nothing? It was like Erica says this thing that we all know she's gonna say. Uh, yeah, broccoli is just like small trees. <laughs> I, I am as confused as a goat on astroturf and uh, like uh man what was the other one i uh, truly believe that butterflies <laughs> are just dead relatives saying hi the fact that they threw truly in there it's like i mean how dumb do you have to make this guy truly sound? the hard seltzer paid them to do that it was a paid sponsorship <laughs> I truly believe this is the best Hard Seltzer in the world. What if they what if they made all of them sponsored? Oh, I don't feel like that's too far off. That's dude, hilarious. honestly that would have been better if they were like mention <laughs> this name brand in your response. <laughs> you know Like you, you know, have to men- miss- Like you have to mention Sprint phones. <laughs> you know, I miss talking to my family. I used to be on my Sprint phone and just like talking to them all the time. Like, Man, no, I would idea. kill for some Outback right now. Oh, man, we needed some Charmin back at camp today. That's what it should have been. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Get on oh, that. So Where, get the producers on the line. Get Charmin on the line. <laughs> Dude, I, guarantee, I I feel like that is in the future. That's got to be in the future somewhere. Um, Cool. Did I miss anything, Michael? You got anything to add? About no. this week? Other than um I would just like to reemphasize that Ricard is Shan's foil now. Yeah. They are on opposite sides now. Yeah. Why didn't she vote out Ricard? Why did she vote like Because she clearly because she isn't liked, with she, him? She's clearly good at playing the game with Ricard. They are a good duo. But they they freak each other out because they're they lied so much that they don't know what's truth and what's false. So it's like not it is it is not shocking at all to me that this relationship has gone the way it has. Like I t- I live tweeted out while it was happening. I was like, oh, Shannon and Ricard have trust issues with each other? That is so shocking. I would have never guessed that these two liars that have lied all the time, they don't they don't believe each other. That's crazy. Like ugh. Well, yeah. here's my thing: is sh- I don't think that the campouts going to the final four because Shan is not gonna play with them through that many votes in a row. She's too like big moves, girl. She's not gonna no, try to ride play the loyal game from here on out. But that is the big move. It's not a loyal game in everyone's opinion right now. She's still loyal to her Ua and Yase six. uh, Uwa and Yase aren't even a six right now. She's tight with Liana. Liana's tight with Evie and Xander, Xander thinks, and Tiffany. And, like, I think that they can put up this facade that they are really with them till the end, and they are absolutely not. They are absolutely not. They are with Deshaun and Danny. I fully believe that and expect that to happen. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, we'll see about Shan and Ricard. I think Shan's going to, like, stomp all over Ricard's dead body at some point this season. And she's gonna, they're going to play that stupid song of hers again. And, and she's going to win. I think she's going to win. I think she's going to win. Um, so, you got any big Halloween plans, Michael? Yeah, man. Dressing up as the OG survivor Boston Rob. Boston Rob. My wife, Madeline, is going to be coach. Coach Wade. Oh. She's not going to be Amber. We're going to be doing some co- coachy. you know? Ooh, yeah. Going to be doing some, hey, coach, that guy, Boston Rob. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Boston Rob. You're going to... You're gonna employ like the buddy system to like yeah. get you some like drinks or something. Hey, nobody goes anywhere without a buddy. <laughs> Don't nobody nobody leave camp today. Don't let him get you alone, Maddie. Maddie came back and he's trying to get with Zap- the Zapateras. He's got to go. He's doing that same thing again. Send him back to Redemption Island, Boss and Rob. All right. Well, with that said, um, I'll be signing off. This was episode five of the uh, Survivor season. This was episode three of our podcast. This episode has been called... This isn't th- episode three th- of our podcast? Four? Yeah, four? I think so. Oh, wow. There were six episodes through. Okay. This has been episode four of our podcast. The Survivor Joel at Alls. Um, with me Joel Klinger and I was joined as always by my brother Michael we always have a blast doing this please check us out please tell your friends or just you know do whatever you feel is necessary um uh, we love doing this and we love Survivor and uh thank you so much have a fantastic week and we will see you next time smash the hourglass Erica please